prospective students from all over the world ask tons of questions about applying and studying at BI. This is a podcast series that answers all of them. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the BI Norwegian Business School Life at BI series. We are gradually progressing through our podcast series, and today we will discuss your next and probably the most important step after you have selected your program, your application process. Today with me, we have Sepe and Jazeline, who will talk about their application experience and share tips and tricks how to make the, this process smooth and fast. Hello, guys, and thank you for coming. Hi, thank you Hello. for inviting us. Uh, we start all our episodes with a small introduction of our guests. Just to let you know, um, where do you come from? What is your bachelor background and what do you study right now at BI? Uh, I studied my bachelor in industrial economics uh, in, in Iran, Shahid Beshti University, and I'm currently studying applied economics at master level at BI. And I'm Jocelyn, I'm from Mexico, I'm 25 years old, I'm a first year master's student in the business analytics program, and I had a bachelor in marketing from Tec de Monterrey in Mexico. Okay, so international experience coming up here, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have quite a specific topic today, application process, and to make our conversation more structured, I propose to... Dividing on several intervals, let's call it this way, uh, pre-application, application season it's, it itself, and post-application, and talk separately about each of them. Sounds good? Yes, Perfect. great. Okay, great. So we have Iran and Mexico, and now we are in Oslo, completely different locations, right? Um, can we remember about your experience and how did you actually get to know about application itself from where do you, do you get to know i think you had uh, a quite a nice point on this do you want to start yeah okay well uh i decided to come to norway at the beginning i was looking for doing my master in a nordic country because of the uh the famous life quality and lifestyle here uh, so when I was looking for uh, which country and which university, I saw that uh, there was one university fair in Mexico that I could attend. So I did, and there I met uh, a super kind... Um, how do you say? Um, Let's say international recruiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a representative from BI. Mm -hmm. And I explained her like uh, I was interested in doing my master in something related to analytics, but I had a bachelor in marketing. And for this program, uh, one of the requirements is to have some programming skills, which mm -hmm. I didn't have <laughs> at that time. But uh, she told me like, oh, there's no problem, but I encourage you to apply. Obviously, I can't assure you an admission, but uh, just uh, this is my contact. Send me an email and we will talk. So later I contacted her and sent her my transcript where all of my classes and subjects uh, were listed. So she told me that uh, um, I encourage you to apply. You can uh, choose like three priorities for the program. So you can try to apply for one or a second one, even a third one, I think. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, so that really helped me and encouraged me to apply and to try and now I'm here yeah <laughs> great thank you I think it is very nice point interesting point that you actually got exposure from real person you met her at the fair and we have so many uh, different fairs around the world every year and our rep representatives they're trying to visit as much as possible to get closer to you guys and uh, get this feeling of personal yeah touch. because maybe without uh, having the opportunity to talk with one representative I couldn't imagine to apply to this university and if uh, someone is listening and you know that there's a university fair where BI is uh, going to be present so I recommend you to go and to search at the BI's website mm -hmm. if there is any uh, university fair in your area or in your country so uh, that really helped me. Great, thank you. What about you, Safa? Uh, I found the information on PI portal, and in fact, there is a lot of good detailed information about the application process and the every document or requirement that's needed to apply for BI. Uh, and of course, the reason that I chose BI, beside after choosing the Norway as a country that I wished to study in was the rank of the BI, which is the number one business school in Norway uh, and Financial Times ranking. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we actually had already a topic about why I chose Norway, why I chose BI, and we were talking about all this ranking stuff and program specialization as well. Uh, yes, uh, coming back to websites, uh, I think it is kind of straightforward what you have to do right uh, yeah, but exactly. let's uh, let's go through uh, all documents you have to um, upload um, actually let's go back a bit and talk about um, how do you apply actually mm, because we have a lot of questions about it but there is one special website where you go and you upload all your documents right Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we have a portal, we have an application portal, and you have to upload all documents through application portal. Like sending emails doesn't work, or mails especially. Yeah, like the first thing that we need to do is to go to that application portal and create an account for us. And yeah, it is uh, really user-friendly for us just to see which document and where do we need to submit them. So yeah, it, it is not hard to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have a list of all um, requirements, all documents we need to upload to this, docu uh, to this uh, website. Um, let's go through this quickly. And if there is any specific uh, information you want to share with our, with our listeners, uh, please do it. Okay? Sure. Um, First one is a successful completed bachelor's degree in the field of business administration, finance or economics, or a degree in a field of study relevant to the specialization. Actually, I think since you study business analytics and you did marketing, this is a case for you, right? That's yeah. What you're ta we're talking about um, that um, your bachelor was not really related to your master. Yeah, I had some questions about applying to this program uh, because as I, as I said before, it requires a programming skills. But uh, like some marketing programs in all over the world are, are different. Some are more uh, qualitative, uh, but... Uh, the one that I did, it, it has a lot of quantitative and statistics, forecasting and everything. So 
I think that uh, talking to someone and explaining that I had a numerical background too, uh, and uh, I was like excited to apply to the business analytics program helped me uh, to convince myself to apply and also to be uh, to feel more uh, confident in my application and it is really important to explain in your application like I know I have a bachelor in marketing but I'm eager to learn and everything and um, I mean it's something that I feel um, passionate um, about yeah maybe Yes, I, I agree with you. I think showing your motivation, even if it's not directly related, as in your case of economics and industrial economics, <laughs> um, really helps because our admission officers, they evaluate the, your application uh, holistically based on your previous background. Maybe you had very interesting experience, job experience, and it also can influence your um, application. Yeah, in fact, I had the opportunity to talk to one alumni in one of the meetings in Mexico and and uh, it, it is a girl that uh, did his master's degree here and was already working there in Mexico. And she told me, like, in your motivational letter, you need to explain everything, obviously, in a concrete uh, way. But uh, you need to um, practically, like, pour your heart out there and explain, like, how you feel about what is your biggest motivation about studying that program and at BI. Exactly, because basically this motivational letter is mm -hmm. the only opportunity yeah. you can get to tell about yourself to our admission officers. Uh, I think um, when you were studying uh, in Iran, uh, were yes. you, have you already graduated when you from your bachelor degree when you applied for master or not yet? Yes, uh, I had graduated from my bachelor's, but uh, I didn't have my final uh, uh, certificate mm -hmm. and uh, yet yeah, I had not certificated mm -hmm. the translation of uh, some of my documents. So I had uh, I was aware that I should uh, apply for that way before applying for BI so that because they needed all of the documents done. Uh, so I applied, uh, I worked on my documents like four months before applying okay, to the BI. To, to, to translate, right? To translate mm -hmm. and get the final certificates okay. from my university. I see. Uh, the topic I wanted to bring probably is not really concerning you, but there are sometimes, sometimes students who are still in their final year of bachelor studies. They have not completed it yet and they will, of course, receive their diploma sometimes in June or July, and they don't want to apply for master because they, think they first have to finish their bachelor and then apply. But actually, you still can apply if you're on your last year of studies. In such a way, you receive so-called conditional offer. Uh, with this offer, you can already start visa process and uh, housing process. And after you graduate uh, from your bachelor, you can just submit diploma and then you, you, you meet all criteria and get a full offer. Just a small note for those who are still in their bachelor studies. Um, okay, next one is transcript. Uh, uh, so you already told about this, about uh, translation issues. Um, we also have another issue is that uh, uh, this, the scale is different, right? Yes, exactly. In my country, the scale is from 0 to 20, which 20 is the highest uh, rank highest uh, score possible but here they uh, score from a b c d till f 
So I had to, the, after the translation, the, uh, I asked the translator to specify that the scaling is different so that there was no uh, difficulty in communicating with the university. And also I think it might be good that if the students uh, change the units themselves and uh, declare that, for example, this 19 out of 20 is equivalent to an A in BI. Yes, and uh, of course you can estimate there is a minimum requirement grade for application and uh, on the website you have um, approximate guidelines how to estimate your uh, GPA if you're very worried about it. Uh, but uh, what we advise our students all the time is to apply and uh, our admission officers will later transfer your Great. In fact, there is an Excel Excel file in the portal which uh, you can put your grades and the credits of them, and that Excel gives you the equivalent of the grades in BI system. Oh, so that sounds interesting. I, I didn't know about this myself. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it is like in the portal, like on the website, right? And yes, on okay. the BI okay, portal. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's go further to standardized admission, standardized admission tests. A very common question. Uh, this is uh, GMAT and GRE. Um, can you elaborate? Did you have to pass them? Who has to pass it? And uh, when do you have to pass it? Yeah, well, in my case, I didn't have to do it because uh, BI have... Uh, some partnerships with schools all around the world and fortunately uh, it has a partnership with Tec de Monterrey so um, yeah so I didn't have to do when your school uh, where you did your bachelor has a partnership uh, you don't have to do the GRE or the GMAT so yes yeah uh, there is a website uh, um, not website there's a web link on the website uh, about test waivers uh, for both GMAT and TOEFL which we, which we are going to talk later uh, and uh, yeah, you can see all exemption criteria but as usual as you said it is uh, those who have uh, who are from partner universities unfortunately if you are not from partner university or if you are not a Nordic student you will have to pass a GMAT to get accepted. And this is the case with Sefer, right? <laughs> exactly. That's why I had to take the GRE test okay. uh, and also the language proficiencies clearly. Uh, and I, I uploaded the result of my GRE test uh, at the admission porta portal and uh, they could uh, see the result and probably communicate with the T uh, GRE to ap approve the validity of my test. And uh, but you, you, it's it's worth mentioning that you have to get ready for GRE or GMAT in advance, right? Yes, it exactly. It takes time in the, to prepare. To prepare. In the page of page which was related to the to my course, they had specified that you should uh, take the GRE or, if I'm not mistaken, GMAT, and uh, you should meet at the requirement to. Your, your application be evaluated. Yes, right now we have for GMAT minimum score is 600 and for GRE they have two sections, right? Yes, verbal, uh, and, verbal quantitative. and quantitative. And it's 152 for verbal and 158 for quantitative. Um, but all other information about GMAT and GRE I think you can find on their, on their website. Next one is language requirements. Uh, again, it can be TOEFL or IELTS or uh, another 
listed on our website uh, uh, test. Um, do you have anything to add on this point? Um, not anything specific, just a good thing was that, uh, again, for IELTS, uh, it was not required that we post the result to the BI and yes. it was just uh, enough to send the scan of the result and with a code which they can uh, use that to validify the uh, document. Exactly, which saves you a buck, right? I think it yeah. costs like $10 or euros when you want to send to additional schools all the documentations. Uh, in fact, f from my country to BI, that was like something equivalent to $80. Oh my! To send it by a, physical post. That is a lot. <laughs> I yeah, did not exactly. expect such prizes. <laughs> I was so happy that you I didn't really need to send that physically. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, now let's proceed to more interesting stuff. Uh, CV. Uh, what advices would you have? What did you put in your CV in your application? I would recommend to make a one-page CV uh, with super specific uh, descriptions and also accomplishments of your bachelor, previous jobs, or uh, extracurricular activities. Uh, so yeah, and I, something that I didn't have in my CV that uh, later I learned that here it was really important is to have a brief description about yourself. Like just, intro? Yeah, okay, just yes. to present like who you are and what you are looking for for the future in your professional journey. So yeah, I would recommend to add that. Because yeah, nice point. I think it is very Norwegian style to have yeah. this intro. Uh, what about you, Seven? Uh, I also recommend that have it in one page. And one more thing is that uh, in Norway, it, they usually put their picture on their CVs. I didn't do that because I didn't know it when oh, I applied. photo, your photo, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that would be nice if they do it and put their photos on their yeah. CV. You're smiling professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dressing so well. <laughs> okay, uh, next one is motivational letter. Um, I think we already talked, covered a bit about it that you have to show your motivation in this. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, I think it should be like a, a short introduction about the person and what he has done so far, if it's educational or maybe if they have some work experience that could be nice. And also the reason that they are applying for a master and the master at BI to uh, because it's called clearly motivation letter. Yeah. They should show that why they are applying for this uh, course and this uh, university. Exactly. I think it, is an, um, it shows your ability to communi communicate clearly uh, both why you want to go to BI and particular to your program. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, adding that, it's like, you also can make it a little bit personal, but in a professional way. Like if you are presenting uh, the reasons why you want to come here and study at BI, you also can make an example from your experience, from a previous job or from your bachelor. So 
Also, not just like telling why or the reasons that you want to study here, but also like showing them some of your personal experience. Yeah, how can you contribute to this yeah. work, uh, to this study environment, right? Mm -hmm. Because we are trying to come up with a class from with people from all over places around the world, and it's nice if you have different experience to highlight it and tell, okay, I'll be a good contribution to this class. Exactly. Then we go financial declaration. I'll just make a, one short point because I'm not sure we are going to have this point, uh, this this requirement next year. Uh, for financial declaration, all you need to do is just to find a template and uh, write down how you're going to sponsor your um, studies. You don't require any bank statements or anything at this point, and this financial declaration is not going to influence your scholarship decision either. Okay, I wanted to make this a short point <laughs> because we are getting a lot of questions about it. Yeah. And I think we can proceed to the next one is passport. Just a copy of passport. I know you have a <laughs> long story about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's make the long story short. <laughs> uh, be because uh, for men in Iran, they need to uh, uh, go to the military service and I had not gone there. It was so hard for me to get the, my passport and first I need to show that I have an admission and then get my passport while that was a requirement. So I really recommend people that while they are studying in some countries which have some problems like this, uh, it's, it's a good idea to have their documents well ahead of time ready. Uh, it could be like take and also it takes some time to get the passport ready in some countries while uh, the application period is so short so make sure that you apply for that at least six months ago yeah preparation is everything in this case right yeah, yeah just consider the times when you want to apply and you need to have your passport updated update valid right yeah, uh, valid. until the time you for your study period mm -hmm. <coughs> <clears throat> okay, and last one is a scholarship letter. Uh, I want to highlight that if you want to apply for scholarship, you have to do it with your actual application process. Um, can you elaborate a bit? What is the difference between a scholarship letter and a motivational letter? What, uh, what did you write in both options? Uh, for me, the motivation letter I wrote about the program and how I think uh, my previous experience uh, helped me to decide about the program and how I think the program will help me in the future. And it it was all about, for example, explaining why Norway, why BI, and why this program. And for the scholarship letter was more about uh, uh, presenting personal experiences and why I think um, BI um, can help me in the future. Yeah, like... Mm, because it is different, like how I will take this opportunity to the future and how I'm going to help BI too, because obviously you are receiving something uh, super valuable and how you are going to be valuable to mm -hmm. BI. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You wanted to show that you are qualified to get this money mm -hmm. and uh, 
implement, like make, uh, you want to make sure that BI makes in some way good investment in you, right? Exactly. You should show that uh, you're uh, qualified professionally and you can add something to BI and be a good team player and productive in the university. So because it's a clearly a generous scholarship, so you should be, uh, you should show that you deserve it or you can give something in return. Okay, great. Thank you, guys. I think this is actually the whole list of general requirements. I also want to take some, make some no, uh, points that for some programs, like for business analytics uh, or uh, quantitative finance, we have specific requirements. So if you you are targeting specific program, you have to go on website and check out maybe the grade for qualitative courses should be higher, or maybe your GMAT uh, score should be higher than standard. Uh, but we're not going to go into detail right now because it's a lot uh, to talk about. And uh, also we didn't cover bachelor application. It is uh, pretty similar to what we, uh, the documents are pretty similar to what we ask, uh, talk about this in this uh, conversation. Uh, you just don't have to apply for GMAT uh, and that's basically the only difference. Okay. Uh, now let's go to application itself. So you collected your documents, you have them ready, you open your portal, uh, you uploaded them. Um, I have only questions. When do you apply and what are the deadlines? The, the deadline usually is uh, in March 1st. I remember that I applied uh, mid-February. It was around 10th i think okay you you apply uh, quite close to deadline <laughs> yeah i know because i didn't consider uh how much the toffel will take to give me the results okay and yeah. you're waiting for toffel yes i see what about you Sophie? uh i guess i applied late january and i received the results so fast i guess that was like 10 days after i applied i got the admission, admission. result Okay. Yeah, and I was so surprised. Yes, because I am surprised as well that you received it so fast in January. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I didn't receive the result in January, uh, but in February, right? Yes. Ten days later. Yes. Uh, generally, about deadlines, we have March first, as you said, deadline uh, uh, for scholarship students, and it's also um, priority deadline for all international students because if you need to have visa, uh, you better get accepted earlier so you can start this process. Uh, for uh, Norwegians, is uh, it is April 15th, I think. Yeah, I, I hope I said it correct <laughs> date. Um, yes. Um, uh, well, next step, I wanted to say talk about actually post-application and uh, when did you get uh, your results? You already said it was pretty fast, 10 days. What about you? Uh, it was about one week later. One week. Yeah. It, it is actually really fast. Like, because as usually we say, let give us at least two months for admission, because it really depends on the admission officers, how many applications they have, like what is the season. If you apply, for instance, in November, you can get probably in two days the admission. And if you apply in April, it might take longer. Really uh, convenient that it's like a continuous process here because I've seen from some other uh, friends their experience is like they need to wait until the deadline is uh, um, already in the date and after the deadline they will receive because they are waiting for all the applicants mm -hmm. to apply. <laughs> yeah, but here if you apply, it is a continuous process. So if you apply in November, 
probably you will receive a response in November or December. Exactly. So. But talking about actually application, like admission to the program and scholarship, did you get this result at the same time or you had to wait? Uh, no, first I accepted my admission and uh, I guess about two weeks later, I was informed that I have received that one and I need to sign that one too. Okay, so you're pretty fast. Everything in February happened to you, right? Yeah, exactly. What about you, Jason? Yeah, um, I remember I received my admission offer in February and mid-March I received the scholarship offer. So it was like a month later. Yeah, so if you are their admitted student but have not received a scholarship yet, <laughs> do not worry, we are still giving out scholarships and maybe your uh, happy day will come pretty soon. <laughs> okay, uh, actually, I think it's a wrap-up. Thank you, Safa and Joyslink, for joining us today and sharing your experience. Is there anything I forgot to ask you and you would like to share with us to finish? I think it is important for all the people who is hearing us, uh, that to know that BI is always willing to help. So don't hesitate to use the chat on the website or to call them or send them an email because... Uh, they respond so fast. And if you are lucky, you can get a response just a day and maximum like in three days, you can get a response from them either, either if you contact them through email or chat or even call them. Thank yeah. you for sharing this with us. We do really try to be fast because we, we realize how important it is for you, uh, this all application and decision to go abroad and study somewhere. I hope <laughs> you guys enjoyed today yeah, sure. a conversation yeah. with us <laughs> uh, and I hope you guys our listeners found this episode helpful and now have less doubts and fears regarding an application process as previously mentioned by Joycelink you can find all admission requirements on the official Banner Region Business School website or by following the link in the episode description actually also, if you still have any specific questions, yes, feel free to reach us at uh, chat, um, uh, what else? Phone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, email Email is myfuture at bi.no. And as my last words today, I would encourage you to start collecting your documents and do not hesitate and apply. Because as they say, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Good luck, have a great day and see you soon.